Welcome to KOAM Presents, a podcast produced by KOAM News Now and the four states' most watched news team. Welcome back, guys. It's been a while on the KOAM Presents podcast. Lance Benning here with you, and we have our new anchor, reporter, guest, Elise Noe. How are you doing, Elise? I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad. This is actually our first time meeting. So we're, <laughs> we're like, all these questions are pretty genuine because yeah. I have no, <laughs> I don't know who you are. Um, and this is really your first kind of full week with us. Yes. So I've been in training for, you know, a couple weeks, but I just started um, anchoring on the weekends last weekend. And so I'm like finally working my full schedule, my full shift and just getting into everything. So I'm, I'm excited. And this kind of being like your first, I want to say adult job, because like, you know, we're all adults here, but <laughs> your first real job, because you were so busy with like is it considered pageantry what do you like what is that yeah. space for you kind of talk about your past there honestly it felt like a job this past year just <laughs> being miss kansas usa but yeah just in pageantry i think um for a lot of us of women competing in pageantry just demands so much of you and it's something that you know if you want it really badly you know that you have to give up things or sacrifice different things and and you know I had a great support system last year going to compete for Miss USA and continue on my year as Miss Kansas USA. So I just, you know, I really wanted to give it my all. Yeah. When you went into Miss USA, so like how, when did you kind of start that process? How long ago? Yeah. So uh, actually my whole career in pageantry, if you want to call it, started when I was about 10 years old. Oh my gosh. My parents got a pamphlet in the mail for some pageant and they <laughs> thought that I would really like it because I was homeschooled okay. and I just didn't have a lot of girls my age that maybe had similar interests as I did or, um, you know, different drives and passions like, like I did just in, in the area that I was growing up in. And so they really thought that I liked it. And then they were right, you know, mom and dad always know best. Yeah. And so I did that for, you know, about six years and I took six years off to go and just pursue other things, go and, you know, get my education at the university of Kansas. But I knew that I always wanted to compete for Miss USA. And it just seemed kind of like the sweet spot, the perfect time. Just yeah. like as I was graduating, you know, if I won, cool awesome if i didn't cool awesome i have my degree like i'm good to go you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so i just you know i went after it after six years and you know it took about i think i took nine months of preparing just oh my like gosh. That <laughs> getting is ready it is and you know when you're in your senior year of college and things are a little bit easier and you're trying to balance different things um it, it was a good time it was a stressful time it was yeah. a lot but i think even competing for miss kansas usa I learned more about myself and and what I could accomplish and what I could handle than than anything else in my life. Do you feel like Miss USA like or just pageantry in general like influenced other professional choices like is that what drove you into journalism and broadcasting or was it kind of the other way around or yeah where did your uh, interest spark at no absolutely i think it did um because within pageantry like there's the presentation on stage and there's public speaking a lot of pageants that i did when i was younger we had these things called a personal intros where you know we would <laughs> introduce ourselves with the microphone and and i really like that even though sometimes it like scared me to death being you know so young and like i said homeschooled so i was a little bit more shy 
but just being like having the opportunity to present yourself on stage and um, especially like in the interview room and to just have those conversations and to tell different stories I really liked it that was the part of pageantry growing up that I felt impacted me the most and that I knew that I could use that that and those skills in the future that's awesome what when you're not, you know, competing against the states and, and working with KOM, <laughs> like, what do you like to do? Like I said, I know your family is kind of has roots here, but yeah. like, um, what do you like to do for fun? I okay, <laughs> I love 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 baking. I haven't okay. done it here yet, just because I feel like when I go out, like I go all out and I like to make cakes and like to do like, I get so inspired by like my TikTok for you page about like all the crazy cakes, but I actually one like some 4-h purple ribbons back in my day for baking at the minnesota state fair when i where i grew up and so i love baking but i also like i just love like a good movie or a good tv (laughs) show like i love i'm like an award show junkie i love it so much i love keeping up to date with all of that so those two things for sure i can already tell you're a person that likes to stay busy because baking is like it's basically an art and a science combined. Like I'm a ter- I love to cook, but I'm a terrible <laughs> baker because it's just like so precise. There's just like kind right. of a finesse yes. to it. Like you cook with your heart, you bake with your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, my baking it never turns out well. I mean, I'm a pretty good cook, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I could definitely understand that. It, and having a hobby, I mean, like I said, it's pretty much a job. The pageantry mm-hmm. at that point, but baking and pageantry that is just keeps you a little occupied. No wonder you just you like occupied. to sit and watch TV. But also like. There's like a realm for creativity in all of it too. Yeah. And like self-expression that, yeah. you know, is something that's always important to me. What's your favorite dessert? Okay. It's a creme brulee. I absolutely okay. love creme brulee. I have just like the sweetest tooth. And so I'm not really a chocolate girl or anything. My favorite like creme brulee is actually in Disney World at the in <laughs> uh, France in Epcot. Okay. I like, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's so good there. I don't know what they put in it. Interesting. I've seen, speaking of TikToks, that people who like do like the tour of all the foods and stuff. Oh I've gosh. only been to Disney World like once when I was a kid. So, but I see their food and I'm like, that looks amazing. Right. I am like not a Disney adult by any means, but I am like an Epcot adult, if that is a thing, because I just like we'll love going around the countries and just trying different things and it's so fun and i don't know i just love doing that speaking of disney do you have a favorite disney movie or is disney like what's your favorite movie oh yeah my favorite disney movie oh gosh i think it's just nostalgia like i'm a sucker for like the high school musicals like growing up (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm a sucker for them when i'm like having a bad day i'll put i'll put one of those on for sure um but my favorite movie in general is actually La La Land with like Emma okay. Stone and Ryan yeah. Gosling. I just, that movie's like all about dreams and like sacrifices. And I think it's whimsical and it just has a good message and, you know, it's fun. With the award stuff, do you follow kind of like actors and like act- entertainment news and stuff like that? Yes, I do follow entertainment news. So I don't do it as much now just because I don't have the time. But I've definitely like listen to a whole bunch of podcasts i'm like who's gonna win the oscar this year and who's gonna do this and who's gonna do that i don't have a specific actor that i'm like always gunning for mm-hmm. to win but i just like the conversation around it i have no idea why i blame my mom i think she a big <laughs> entertainment for, like, yes <laughs> we're, we're we could sit down you know during the holidays or just any dinner really and just talk about pop culture i think my boyfriend actually the first time he met my parents 
was like, you and your mom just sat there and we're talking about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck for like the whole dinner. Like I could never, like I can't keep up. And I'm like, you just, you just don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. There's, there's a lot to keep up with. I was thinking with La La Land, like Ryan Gosling oh, yeah. talking about like his, his range and stuff. Like it's crazy. I haven't seen Barbie yet, but like he is both like you know obviously can sing and stuff like that but he's hilarious he's now we're so, on tangent you <laughs> have to see barbie he's so funny in barbie like so so funny i love it it was so good there was a movie uh, amanda our other uh producers in here um that we were just talking about where he's super funny and it's like the good guys oh the nice guys the nice With guys russell crowe or something yes, yeah that is the first movie where i saw him that he was like hilarious and i was like knew i was like as soon as i saw him as ken i was like he's gonna just right. rock it i'm hoping to see it soon yes um, you you've got to i just saw it tuesday and i was like this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> so with your entertainment enjoyment does that uh, extend into music or are you more of like a movies tv person i don't like music as much okay but i'm a very big i know this might be cliche but i'm a very big harry styles fan okay yeah like, i mean no, I, no I just judgment. think it's like growing up and the whole one direction and mm-hmm. then he turned into this whole superstar and it's like, how can you not root for him? How can you not enjoy it? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we had a previous employee. I might be outing her. That was a huge One Direction fan. Mm-hmm. I won't say her name, but <laughs> if, she, if she listens, she, she'll know. She'll know. She'll know we're talking about her. Um, so, like I said, this is kind of your first introduction into journalism mm-hmm. stuff. What KOM and the Joplin, Pittsburgh area, somewhat new to you. Yeah. What it was kind of your initial appeal about kind of i mean obviously it's close to, again to your yeah. roots and your family mm-hmm. and things like that but what was what drew you into the station in the area absolutely i'm and when you're starting your career and you're going on different job interviews and visiting different stations you can get a good feel of like the dynamic of the station really quickly and something that really stuck out to me when i came and visited was just the you know dynamic female leadership that we have here at koam mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Brooke and Britt, our general manager and our news director, just felt very welcoming and like it was a good place to grow. Um, especially, you know, being out of it for a little bit and be, being my first job, I wanted to find a place that was going to support me and to give me good opportunity. And I really felt like they were going to be, um, you know, a really big part in that. So it, it was an easy decision for me. I feel like that's something that... Um, is very interesting. You know, we have these we strong female leaders like mm-hmm. our general manager, Brooke, and, and also like Tanya being um, kind of in that morning news space, um, now moving to the, the evening space. But, uh, and what is it kind of like to learn under them? Like I said, you're still kind of going through that training stuff mm-hmm. to learn under those strong female um, leaders. Oh, it's, it's incredible. And, and Tanya has been, you know, so kind and one thing is just like how warm and welcoming and knowledgeable everyone is mm-hmm. and how willing they are to like, you know, give you a, a, a lending hand or just, you know, ask you things about yourself too and to just make you feel like you're a part of the team. So I really appreciate it and it's been incredible. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're excited to have you, like some of the teams growing and stuff like that. If there was one or two facts about yourself that you want the public to know, like what's your favorite? I know like, you know, icebreakers that do, oh, what's your fun fact? So mm-hmm. like, what is your fun fact for the people of the four states? Well, so people probably can't tell this over TV, but I'm like 6'1". Yeah, I'm I really you, tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
My grandpa was six nine. My other grandpa was six four. Is he six so, nine? Yeah. Oh my god. Like super super tall. <laughs> so I come from a pretty tall family, and not a lot of people, you know, realize that. Um, but also, I just think that. I'm trying to think of something else that's interesting. You know, you get asked these questions all the time, especially yeah. like being Miss Kansas USA. It's like, okay, I got to find another interesting <laughs> one. <laughs> I would say that I have two dogs. Oh, okay. That they are both named after my favorite athletes. One is named after Peyton Manning, so we call him Peyton. And the other one is named after Charles Barkley. So Peyton and Barkley. Oh, there you go. And so when that Subway commercial a few months ago came out, like during the NBA finals, and like Peyton and Barkley are talking to each other, we were all like so excited. Like the dog, the like, dog, that's, <laughs> that's you guys. So <laughs> yes, big sports family. And we named our dogs after. What kind of dogs dog. do you have? So there are two labs. They're labs. actually from the same breeder. So they're like cousins. Oh. They're like four years apart and they're cousins and they're such good boys. I love them so much. How old are they? <laughs> Um, Peyton is seven and Barkley just turned three. Oh my god! So he's a Cubwood puppy and it definitely shows. <laughs> yeah. So are you, uh, obviously you're a big, big, big sports fan. Do you mm-hmm. have favorite team? And we might not want to say who your favorite teams, depending on. Oh, you know. I know. I probably shouldn't. I don't know. Well, I will. <laughs> my sister is a big Packer fan or was uh, a big okay. Packer fan because she liked Aaron Rodgers. So we had a bunch of Packer stuff. But when Peyton Manning played for the Broncos, I hate to say it, you guys, I was a big Bronco fan, which means that I didn't like the Chiefs at the time. But really, it was before we had Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) So it didn't really count. It's fine. It didn't count. He showed us. Um, I think we had another Broncos fan. I can't remember who it was, but we won't hold it against you. That's fine. Again, thank you for joining us. Like I said, I won't take up too much of your time. And for those listening, we just want to have a little short introduction. We're so excited to be growing our uh, our team with strong personalities that we think you know you guys are doing great on camera and doing great in the community. Thank you. Um, as far as where they can follow you and stay up to date on your stories and your reporting and everything like that, if you want to drop your socials for them. Yes, absolutely. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Elise Noe at KLAMnewsnow.com. Or <laughs> I'm still getting used to that. <laughs> <laughs> or if you have any story ideas, you can email me at enoe at KLAMnewsnow.com. And yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And we will talk to you guys all in the next episode. Thank you for listening to KOAM Presents. For the latest content in local news, weather, and sports, please go to koamnewsnow.com.